Welcome back to another episode of Unprofessionals Asking Questions. I'm Sid. And I'm Julia. And this week's episode is a little crimey, grimy episode. Oh. Yeah, it's called Who Committed the Icebox Murders? Oh my gosh, I have never heard. Are you excited? I am. Yay. I had no idea. Also, you might notice. There's video? There's video. This is a completely Hi. different setup than we normally have. Yeah. We're trying it out. It's going to adjust and change through time, evolve, but... You get, you're getting your video, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> we might not ever post this. We'll see what happens. Right. <laughs> um, before we get into this dark and dreary episode, is there any news we have? Or like, anything to get out of the way? Business? Oh, one thing I wanted to say, this was from a while ago, because if people are Fargo watchers or whatever, for a while, like the very first time I was like, oh my gosh, said it's a true story, blah, 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 blah. It's not. It's, like, off of... There's a movie, Fargo, and it said it was a true story, but it's, like, all fake. I hate that. Don't say that. So It's not true. And, like, now I'm on season three, and, like, in the intro, it's, like, it says this is a true story, and then it drops true, and then it drops this is, and then just this story. It's, like, no. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder if they had to change it. But, yeah, just want you guys to know I'm not completely stupid. I know it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the only update I really have. Yeah. Um... I don't think, I feel like there might have been something I was going to say. Oh, did you see that they may have found Amelia Earhart's plane? No. Yeah, possibly. I mean, someone who was doing sonar or what, when you're looking in the ocean. Yeah. Sonar. Well, the thingy, the ocean. Um, there were some, you know, I don't remember what all I read, but company checking out the ocean saw on her little screen a blurry image of what could have been a plane now it's very blurry like I don't know how you know it's a fucking plane or not but and in the area where they think yes she was yeah it's I missed per- that it's like 16,000 feet down or something so like huh. I don't know that's so that's deep. retrievable or not no I feel like you just get crushed at that well how would it still be intact well not like people going to, I don't know maybe it's on a plane yeah we'll have to I'm curious keep that in mind mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Oh, and we talked about, if I, if you guys remember our Emu War episode, we talked about how they were, I remember mentioning that they were in the process of writing a movie for it, or maybe it was on hold at the time, like during COVID, I don't know. I remember we talked about it, though, and it's coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. What's it called? It's just Emu? I think it said Emu Wars, and then it said, <laughs> the quote was like a low-budget what did it say? Epic war film. Epic war film. <laughs> and, I don't know. It's it's going to be funny. I can't wait to watch it. Ultra low budget war epic. Like, how low budget? Is there real emus in it or no? <laughs> Probably not. The emo, emu war is what it's called. Mm. It's going to be like the next birdemic. Birdemic. Bird <laughs> yeah, birdemic. Or birdemic. Birdemic. It's bird-emic. weird to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want to say pandemic. But they said ultra low budget. It doesn't look like a real email in that. But yeah, maybe we'll have like a, a watch party. <laughs> like stream live. <laughs> we could have live reactions to it. That'd yeah, that would be cool. Maybe that would be an idea. Honestly, it should be an idea. It's, it is an idea. It's, it's an idea. It's just, is it will we do it? 
Yeah, we'll redo it. <laughs> we should do that. Okay. Anyway, I think that was all. I just wanted to share those two things because I thought it was Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought up the email words. I forgot about that already. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Are you ready to dive into my true crime episode today? Yes. It's been a while since we did true crime. I can't remember the last one, honestly. Well, actually, I think it was the, the New Orleans one. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Bowen or... Yeah. Zach Bellman and Addie Hall. Yep. Good job. Good memory. I got one part of it. You did. You got one word out of the five. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So let's get into this. This is not New Orleans. Were you counting I mean, and as a five? I, I was. Okay. I was like, like, that's not the name of the whole episode. There's more letters, more words than that. So. I was, like, I was hoping you just leave it alone. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I was missing something. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Um, this one's not in New Orleans. This one is in Texas. Okay. Houston, Texas. So south. So south. Houston. Different kind of south, but... I don't know. I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> New Orleans, not okay. Texas. Uh, I've never been to it either, so... Whatever. Let's hear it. Okay. So, who committed the Icebox murders? And you said you've never heard of the Icebox murders either, right? No. I don't think so. I don't think... I had, I had it on my list for a while, but I don't think prior to just, like, looking up different cases that I knew of it. If that made any sense. It did. I just said. Okay. It did. <laughs> Is this in your way? No. We're so close today. I know. It's weird. <laughs> We're, like, trying to talk to you and trying to talk to each other at the same time. Well, just occasionally do them, like, an eye contact. Like a, like a wink. You know, oh. I can't wink really Wait. well. I feel like... <laughs> Shout out to my friend Stormy. She has to open her mouth when she wings. Yeah. And I would always make fun of her. For a long time, I, it would be like both my eyes. Wow. <laughs> like I, can, I dream of Jeannie. Like. <laughs> I can kind of, you know, the mouth does not. Keep it closed. Or smile. It was just a smile. I think it, <laughs> We're done. Okay. But you know everyone's seeing that now. No, well, I can cut shit out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So this occurred in the 60s. So Ooh, it was the 60s. It was the 60s. Probably not a great time. No, I feel like the 70s was like the 60s, 70s was bad. 90s, cool. Yeah. 20s. And that's not rough it. and kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 60s. Mm. A lot of shit. Yeah. I feel like bad. Especially here. Okay. In Houston, Texas. So it was the six. Like, it's 1960, right? It is 1965. 65. Okay. So in the 60s, in the middle of the 60s. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So June 23rd, 1965. This is a Wednesday. Typical day. The Houston police receive a call to perform a welfare check on an elderly couple that lived in the area. Okay. Super routine. They get those calls all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing weird about it. It was the couple's nephew, Marvin, who called because he hadn't heard from his aunt in a while. And they talk like a few times a week. And he's like, I know they're old. I haven't heard from them. They're not answering my phone calls. Can you please go check on them? Mm-hmm. Make sure they're okay. So this was at 1815 Driscoll Street, Houston, Texas. The police arrive and we have Captain um, Charles Bullock. And Officer L.M. Barda. Okay. They arrive on the scene. Barda and Bullock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. They arrive at the house. They knock on the front door. Front door's locked. Their knocks aren't getting any answer. So, like, okay. So, they start looking around the outside of the house. They go around back, kind of peeking through window. 
And they realized that the back door, even though it was unlocked, they couldn't get in because on the inside, it was all barricaded with flower pots. They're like, that's super strange. That's super strange. Um, Like someone clearly doesn't want us to get in here. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, at that point, they're allowed to just go in, Mm -hmm. right? Because they're worried that something's happening. So they go in the house, they look around, they call out, there's nobody there. They're like, okay, this is weird. Because there was a car in the driveway too. They're like, okay, somebody's got to be home. So they keep walking around. One checks upstairs, the other one goes around downstairs. And the house is like... It's okay. It's messy, but like a typical messy. Yeah, like, like lived of, in, right? Lived in. I mean, messy. It, I mean, they might be a little messier than that, but it wasn't. It didn't look like struggle like, mm-hmm. that there was stuff all over the place or ransacked or whatever. Okay. Um, it looked fairly normal, but it still felt a little bit off because he they found the elderly woman's false teeth soaking. So oh. like, okay, she can't be like too far. Right. She was like, like here or something. Mm-hmm. Surely they're going to be back soon. Like, it didn't look like they had packed up and went on vacation. Okay. Okay. Um, so they're there for, I think, like, half an hour, and they don't see anything through... They didn't have any clues. They're like, okay, let's just head back out. We'll let Marvin know. They're not here. <laughs> We're not sure where they are. So they start leaving, and they do kind of notice, like, an odor coming from the kitchen area. What type of odor? I don't know. Just it smelled bad. Not like dead people. Like dead mm-hmm. death. Just. No. Because that's a specific smell. Yeah. So I feel like you would smell that. Mm-hmm. Like garbage or something rotting maybe. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, trust me. I know. We do not take our trash out as often as we should. <laughs> it's like, oh. What was that? My phone. Did I just go down the crack and into the couch? Just right here. Oh. Okay. In the crack. Yeah. But, but the like, couch, like, stops. Good. It doesn't oh, go... good. Yeah. I've lost my phone so many times in the couch. It's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Odor in the kitchen. Okay. Not... It could be trash. Not your trash. But it could be trash. <laughs> um, they go in the kitchen, and the uh, captain, Charles Bullock, he opens the fridge. Because he's like, maybe there's rotten meat in here. Like, food. No. So he opens it up, and there are, like, just tons of cut meat. I think Raul broke its wing. Oh. You see it? You guys can see this. There's a fly. <laughs> it's just... Oh, his wing is fucked up. Raul does that. He just tortures them and lets them go? He just, he'll like gnaw a little bit or swat and then he just like keeps chasing them. Ooh. Ew. <laughs> you are the biggest thing. And I just don't want it on me. You should have seen her with the mouse. She was on the couch. Screaming. I brought that up to my sister. My sister was like, that's not normal of you. <laughs> I'm not denying that, but it happened. And it's yeah. funny. Whatever. Now there's a fly that you're going to freak out about. Oh, my God. Because your phone again. This is going somewhere. <laughs> right. so the suspense is just building because they want to know what's in this fridge. Yeah, I do. I do want to know. Okay. So he opens the fridge and there is some food in there. Also, like, in, on some of the shelves. So, fridge, icebox. Icebox fridge. Okay. okay. It's 65. <laughs> <laughs> um, on oh, the shelves. icebox. That's what they call it. Yeah, Fresh but, like, the box. thing you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Something together. Good. <laughs> Glad. Um, on these shelves, he sees a ton of meat, like, cut, professionally cut, like, butchered meat. Okay. <laughs> and I've seen mixed like reports on it being unwrapped and wrapped 
up, you know, like butcher meat. Yeah. And he was like, okay, well, they have to be coming back soon. They clearly just butchered a hog. This meat's going to be sitting out here and it's going to spoil and go bad if they don't come home soon. So he goes to close the fridge. Right before he does, he looks down and you know the vegetable crisper mm-hmm. drawers? Mm-hmm. Severed heads. I was waiting. I thought you were going to say they opened the fridge and there was a head right away. Not so the meat is... The meat is their meat. Yeah. The, their meat. The meat is their meat. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Mm-hmm. This is Fred and Edwina Rogers. Edwina. Edwina. That's a name. It is. I don't know if I've ever heard that Fred name. Rogers was 81 and Edwina Rogers, 79. Fred was a retired real estate salesman. And Edwina, I just saw, like, a sale. she was a sales rep okay. at one point. Um, and they lived at 1815 Driscoll Street. Not just themselves, but with their son, Charles Rogers, 43 years old. Oh. And they swept the house. They couldn't find Charles either. But both their heads were in but the, the crispers. But the heads that they found in the fridge, in the icebox, were Fred and Edwina. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So no one really knows what's going on. The son did it. Maybe. Who knows? The question of the episode is, who committed (laughs) the icebox murder? I solved it. (laughs) Good job. Um, Yeah. So they're like, well, shit, this is not... There's going to be a lot of paperwork now to do at the the precinct. (laughs) They were like, I thought it was just a welfare check. This is just supposed to be They were playing bingo. Yeah. Or like they passed away in their sleep. Yeah. Not shit there's been double murder going on a butcher a butcher um so they called in backup obviously and they got forensics on the scene the forensics team determined that the meat in the fridge belonged to the couple and included most of the body parts i'm so grossed out actually so it had like torso thighs legs feet most of the body parts that fridge had to have been full full ass fridge full of meat two people yeah that's a lot yeah. I'm even trying to picture, like, a head fitting in... Well, it was probably a, a little bit different. I think breed butters. Sorry, she chokes herself sometimes. She, like, lays <laughs> on the tower, and she lets her head droop. Oh, my God. And then she's like... <laughs> Are you certain she's not doing it on purpose? She just does it. Okay. I just, you just gotta tell her to breathe. Sorry. Sorry to all. I also, no course. telling what animal will jump up here. Yeah. Um, forensics on the team discovered that... They um, had most of the body parts, except for the internal organs were missing. So it's just like their meat and mm-hmm. stuff. Which I guess if you're skinning and cutting up a deer, you're not really keeping any internal organs, right? No, I mean the only thing is like the heart or liver and stuff mm-hmm. that people eat, but yeah, not like the intestines and right. Ew. So they kind of they didn't have that in the fridge. They had the meat and they had the heads. And, and we'll just, I'll just get to this now, but like later they did end up finding the internal organs. Okay. That was a question. Not in the house in a nearby sewer. Oh. Yeah. Ew. And some speculate he could have flushed them down the toilet, but I had also read that the blueprints for like the sewage system didn't really connect the toilet from the house to that sewage system that they found them in. Right. So he think or they think that whoever did this put those internal organs down like a storm drain outside on the street mm-hmm. you know, and just dropped it in there well could you imagine i mean you know 
like your small intestines, your large intestines, yeah. stuff. You can't miles that. long, right? Yeah, like, there's no way unless you're how do you blending it up really well. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're cutting up more and then blending. Yeah, but you're gonna your toilet would get clogged. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, organs are. I don't know why you. Your yeah. pancreas, your yeah, just how you. Yeah. So. I would think it makes more sense that it was dropped out in the storm drain. Yeah, same. So. Huh. They turned up eventually. I don't know exactly when that they found it. I don't think long after they examined the house, but... Could you imagine being the person that had to go down in the sewage um, drain or whatever to, like, search? Mm. And, like, who thinks to do that? I mean, I guess that's why you're cops, but, like, damn. Ew. Yeah, I feel like that's not the first thing that, like, people... Mm-hmm. They're, like, the trash and stuff. Unless you are thinking about... Unless you're... Anytime you're on a scene like that, you think about them flushing something down the toilet as evidence, so you check the sewer regardless, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, let me go back a little bit here. I think I got ahead of myself. That's disturbing. Yeah. Well, it gets worse because uh, Fred, the father, he had his eyes gouged out. When they found the head, his eyes were missing. I mean, this was intact for being a severed head. His was, he was missing his eyes. And then also they found that he had his genitals cut off. Oh. Yeah. So it was more like a target on him or something. Or he thought more or something like that. I mean, cutting off your genitals is pretty personal. Yeah. And they were like late seventies in nineteen sixty five. That's pretty. That's pretty old for that time, right? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I know it's old, but like you live like a little bit longer now. Yeah, like I don't know. You're seventy. Yeah, sixties. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. No eyes, no genitals. No eyes, no genitals. Um, so definitely a little bit personal. But he was cut up. So how would they know that like his genitals were severed? Like, why, how did they know that's not just part of, like, the, the butchering? I think you could distinguish the kinds of meat that they are. Yeah, but wouldn't he have cut it off any, or he or she have cut it off? Well, I think they had full, like, the torsos in there. Oh. So I think, like, that part of the body was in there, and they could see that it was cut off. Okay, like, I, I was just that, picturing, like... I think it was mostly, like, the legs and arms, maybe, that were cu- cut up. Like, in, like, meat form, and yeah. then you have, like, the full torso, which mm-hmm. you could see the... I think. Okay, makes sense. I believe. Unless that was all cut up, but they were able to piece it together and find the yeah. things missing. So, yeah, mm-hmm. probably the way you would think um, you were saying. Maybe, but... Um, so, yeah, they found that whenever they were um, determining the cause of death, they found that Edwina was, she was like assaulted, like beaten a little bit, and then she was shot in the head with a twenty-two caliber. Fred was bludgeoned to death. Oh. Yeah. Very different. Very different. Very different. What? But... 
I don't know what kind of health condition they were in. I mean, I don't think that no one mentioned that. He was 81. She was 79. So he was older than her, but not by that much. Mm-mm. So, I don't know. Maybe it had to do with Edwina was faster than him, than Fred. Yeah. So, a gun was used. Mm-hmm. And maybe Fred wasn't moving around much, so he was bludgeoned. So, she was shot and... What else did you say? She, she was, was beaten up a little bit beforehand. So, like, she might have been... Fighting. Fighting more. And he was just bludgeoned, no, like, beat up. Mm-hmm. Well... Like bludgeoned by, like, being stabbed or, like, yeah. what? No, like, bludgeoned. Oh. Um, something. Right. Oh, with a claw hammer. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> a claw hammer? I love that part out. I'm, like, obviously not looking at my notes. It's just from memory. You do. Um, well. Thank you. With a claw hammer, yeah. That's just so different. Which is a standard hammer. Like, it's just the back of the hammer. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, It's not the claw of the hammer. claw hammer is, like, what we always, what most people use. It's, like, yeah. the back that you I didn't know that's what it was called. I was picturing, else. what are those hammers that have, like, the, the bottom part kind of has, like, the pokey, like, if you're... Like a... Like, with meat, sometimes like you... Like a cleaver? Or not cleaver, meat... Tenderizer? Yeah, I think maybe that's what I was, like, picturing for yeah. some reason. Yeah, claw hammer. Hmm. Ow. Yeah. Oh. That's so... Peculiar. <laughs> peculiar. Like, well, shot and beat up. How and different, then, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if you're going to shoot them, you would shoot them both. It's but, like, easier. wonder if they were in different parts of the house and stuff? Yeah. That's weird. Maybe, which... I or mean, like you said, one was fighting more and one was like right. existing. <laughs> yeah, but it's also, yeah, they're so different that it's almost like one person. Or two. Or two. Good question. Hmm. I personally don't know. Is this like a cliffhanger to the end? Like Maybe. we know, no one knows to say, oh my God, I hate this. <laughs> um, so yeah, they continue to investigate the house. Everything was pretty well cleaned up, but they weren't finding like evidence other than the bodies until they kind of went towards the bathroom. I think this was upstairs. They found a little trail of blood mm. and, or Maybe not trail, but they found blood in the bathroom, and mm-hmm. they could tell that that's where the bodies were dismembered and the blood drained. So they did, like, in the tub? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then from there, they found a little trail of blood leading upstairs to a bedroom. And I've seen it might be in the attic. It might just be upstairs bedroom. I don't know. This is the bedroom of Charles Rogers, the son. Okay. 43. Again, he wasn't home, but, but they found the they trail still of blood can't find him. Right. Leading into the room. Inside the room, they noticed that there were, like, dishes, a hot plate. So, like, it was clear, clear that he, like, stayed in there most of the time. How old was he? 43. Old. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this is where he pretty much spent his time. Like, he would eat. It was obviously he would eat in there, not, like, with, with his parents. Yeah. So, they found that. They also found a keyhole saw. Which, there are pictures, by the way, if you wanted oh. to check out. Like, I do have a picture of a keyhole saw Good, because I just just a really skinny, it. like, hand saw. Very skinny. Very thin. But they found that that had blood on it, and they determined that that's what was used to dismember the bodies. Okay. Let me know when you get to the photos. I am in. Okay. Just loading. <laughs> so you'll see oh, pictures he was of Edwina and Fred. 
Like, you want to study that? It's pretty old. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you see the house. The you see the box. kitchen. The Keyhole saw. Keyhole saw. Do you guys see it from here? <laughs> I'll overlay it. If this does go, we'll overlay oh, yeah. the photos. Okay. Um, so, you can see it's like a really thin saw. I can't imagine using some. Not that I imagine cutting up bodies often. <laughs> using saying, that. Using something that small. You would be exhausted. Body. Yeah. Like For two whole bodies. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, a lot of people know, but especially like us with true crime, like it is difficult to just be like cutting up a body. Mm-hmm. Like that is a lot of like exertion. Yeah. Yeah. Exertion. Exertion. Yeah. I just say everything wrong. It's fine. No, I don't know. I might say wrong. Anyway. Yeah. Like, okay. I can't imagine. But what was also weird is that the medical examiner said about who did this that they clearly had, like, some knowledge, working knowledge of anatomy. Like, it was done really, really well. Okay. Which is... They knew where to cut. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big thing. I don't want to go farther. Um, so, they continued to keep searching, and they found... They did end up finding the claw hammer that was used to bludgeon Fred. I didn't know, I didn't see like where they found it, it just said it was found on the premises. Um, well, there was still, bleach there. Oh yes, in the kitchen. They saw some bleach, but I mean, they're already kind of messy. Like they might just leave their cleaning supplies out. Like Right, and bleach was pretty common to use for cleaning everything. everything. So I don't think that was super Like hot. an alarming, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, because there's a ton of stuff on their counter. Mm-hmm. I think even more cleaning stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so they continue to search, and they're still not finding Charles. He's now, like, a prime witness to a pop to the murder or possibly a suspect. Right, like, he's either dead or he was maybe the one who did it. Um, and it's weird that... So they started doing interviews with everyone, the neighbors, friends... Most of them did not know that Charles was living with his parents. Oh. Because he was so reclusive. So he didn't really have many friends or anything. See, that in the beginning, that's what I thought was odd. You said the nephew or whoever called for a wellness mm-hmm. check. Was it a nephew? Yeah. Um, and then I was just like, well, does he talk to, like, the son? Like... He talks, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm why not did sure. he have a wellness, welfare, wellness check on the parents, but like not bring up like right. the kid? Mm-hmm. Or he's not a kid. Yeah, I don't know that. The adult he kid. He might not have known either. Like the neighbors didn't know. Um, supposedly, Charles would like leave really, really early, like before dawn, and he wouldn't get back till after dark. Mm-hmm. So like no one even really knew he was there. Okay. Or was living there. And allegedly, Edwina had told someone that they haven't talked to their son in five years even though he was living there he was living there like verbally they didn't communicate they would communicate via notes passed under his door weird yeah suspicious very suspicious i do have one more question i'm sorry i'll stop interrupting you through this in these photos the newspapers on the floor was that covering up like blood trails or was that just part of their house but I don't know for sure. I assumed it was part of it because the house did kind of seem a little dirty. Yeah. Messy. There's, like, newspapers all over the kitchen floor. Like, they were using it as, like, carpet or something. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I just... Sorry. No, that was weird to me. Yeah. No, that was what I first saw and determined it was also... Because when I heard someone say it was... Messy. Sort of messy, I'm like, oh. 
I think that's what they mean. Okay. So a little bit about Charles. Charles was born December 30th, 1921, and he was a very intelligent child. He had a successful college career, and he received a degree in nuclear physics. Oh. Smart boy. Smart boy. Yeah. He was a talented linguist, so he could speak multiple languages. Some said up to seven languages. But not to his parents. (laughs) Not to his parents. None of them to his parents. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Slowly written seven, um, and at that time too, like seven languages. Yeah, holy shit! I don't know if it's true or not. It was just like what mm-hmm. some people had said, right? But that's a weird thing to say about if you suspect him of murder, you're gonna talk him up, say like, yeah, you can speak seven languages. To me, that's a brag. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. Maybe it's like, oh, they they're they're saying how serious like, they. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> um. So, yeah, he could maybe speak seven languages. He also had an interest in ham radios. Like, that was a a hobby of his, which... So, it's just, like... um, Like, it's more just, like, for personal use. Like, it's a radio. Ham is not, like, the food. It's, like, um, just what it's called. Yeah, I think it's named after the last names of the people that kind of founded it. Mm -hmm. It's, like, H-A-M-M or something? Just H-A-M. Oh, um, but they would, like, people still do it today, but it's just a way to, like, communicate, like, to other radios about, I mean, being that's what they always use before, so you don't need internet today if you still want to use them. Yeah. You can communicate that way. Um, commercial you like, I don't know, people use it for weird stuff. Like, in a sense, stuff, it's kind of like a police scanner, kinda. but, like, not. It's just, like, like walkie-talkie, yeah. in yeah. a sense, to mm-hmm. get through to someone else who would have yeah. that radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So... Rahul. Buddy. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was just a hobby of his. Oops. He. I'm sorry, I scrolled all the way back. No, you're fine. That was the cat's fault. Hey. Oh, so after college, he, because of the time, he had he joined the war, so he joined World War Two, and he became a. <laughs> Come here. Come here. Rahul. I'm so sorry. It's okay. They can't see what he's doing. He's messing with the cords and bags. <laughs> We're doing our freaking best. We are. It's going well for the first one. <laughs> it's just like come here beating up my bag it's okay do we hold that yes please oh i'm sliding that off i can move the bag if you want to also i'm thinking i'm just gonna put it up because my bag like this he he likes the material i think <laughs> so many cords <laughs> is it okay right there yeah okay forever <laughs> no one wants that Okay. Sorry, everyone. Back to it. Okay. Um, Oh, so after Charles... Come here. ...finished college, he joined the Navy during World War II, and he became a pilot, so he learned how to fly planes. planes Don't show them your butthole. (laughs) Don't show your butthole on camera. Only mommy does that. (laughs) That's a different type of podcast, guys. (laughs) It's called OnlyFans. <laughs> if you're interested, let me know. I might start one. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, anyway, moving on. No, they do this. It's then they'll ex- he'll yeah. exit it out. Oh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I'm getting so distracted. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Anyway, so yeah, he became a pilot. He did super well in the Navy. He even had an honorable discharge by the end of it. After the Navy, he started working for Shell Oil, okay. the big company, Shell mm-hmm. Oil, which is big in the, what are we in now, 50s? Yeah, probably because he was born in 21. 40s. End of the 40s. Probably. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he joined Shell Oil as a seismologist. So he, ooh, oh, so sorry. I definitely just love that. He um, would help the company, like, detect where oil is underground, precious metals, things like that. Okay, so, like, an important part of... A super... Yeah. (laughs) The biggest part. (laughs) We're going to drill here. You have to be right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so he he was super talented in this field. He traveled all over Central and South America for work, and he developed a ton of contacts across Latin America. Some contacts were said to be a little shady just due to the business. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's understandable. Um, Other than that, like, everything went really well. It's unclear at the time that his parents passed or or murdered. (laughs) They passed peacefully. They were (laughs) murdered. Um, At the time of this, it's unclear if Charles had a job at the time or not. He was leaving early and getting home late. But no one really knows what the heck he was doing. what his deal was. Mm -hmm. So, it's hard to say. But some sources also said that he did abruptly quit at Shell Oil and that he might not have, and that, I think most sources say that, but they're not sure if he got a job after that or not. Okay. But regardless. Could be spiraling or something. Could be. Regardless, after he quit, he did move in with his parents in 1957. Okay. So that's like seven years to like, because they were murder in 65 yes okay buddy yeah so <laughs> Raul Love said the other one goes missing they smell all my other kitties oh okay so yeah he moved in with his parents and um no one really knows after that no one really knows what he did um, and he didn't really talk to his parents, so he just kind of existed up there. Did bedroom. it say, like, did he have any type of partner, significant other? Some things I read said that they thought he did have a girlfriend, but I also then didn't find that in other things, so. Yeah, and it's hard, too, with yeah. especially these older yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. Right, so at this point, the police issue a warrant for him because he's a material witness to a crime, and it became one of the biggest manhunts in Houston, Texas history, or maybe Texas in general. Really? Yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, they never figured out where he went. He disappeared without a trace. He was never heard from or seen from again. To this day. To this day. No fucking way. Yeah. I need to pick, see the picture of this guy again. They still have no clue what happened to him. And he has, like, kind of distinct features. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, a longer face. I mean, he looks like a white, like, you know, like... A stereotypical white guy, but still kind of, like, some distinct features. Like, high cheekbones, ears kind of pop out. 
I don't know. I just feel like you would see that face and, like, no. But if he went to a different state at that time... And I don't know... But he could be dead. I feel like he could be dead. No one really knows. I feel like it would be easier to not leave a trail in the 60s versus today. 100%. It might not have been that hard to disappear. I don't really know, personally. Well, think about all the murders that weren't found until the 2000s. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh, okay. So, yeah. They always... He was... He remained, like, the prime suspect. They still have no clue where he went. He was put on the FBI's most wanted list. Oh. And um, in 1975... Because, again, this happened in 65. So, in se- by 70, 75, they still didn't know where he was. And the family was like, please declare him dead, like, so we can take care of the estate and stuff. Oh, uh, hey... What is wrong with Which you I think guys? it takes like seven years before or something before you can be de- officially declared. I don't know what the. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't look it up. It's probably between seven and ten. Yeah. I feel like it was seven. But yeah, the estate and everything, they couldn't, they wouldn't be able to touch anything. Oh, that, again. that wasn't you. She hit it, I thought. No, my elbow. Oh. And this is Butters, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> our cats are needy. Our, all of our animals are. Yeah, if we were at your house, Salem would be. Mm-hmm. It'd be all of them. Up in us. No. Just don't hit. Okay. <laughs> Hi, baby. Um, well... <sighs> What was I going to ask with... Well, they said that whoever did this needed, like, new stuff about anatomy. And his background doesn't seem like it would be, like... Like, he's intelligent, but it doesn't seem in the realm of anatomy. I mean, I don't know what classes go along with nuclear physics. I mean, I took some classes that didn't really pertain to business because you had to take certain classes. You probably still have to have some sort of biology... Yeah, but, like, even when I I guess to what extent is that biology, but, like, the, like, anatomy one and two that I took, it's not, it's teaching you about the insides, but it's not really teaching you about, like, precision or cutting and stuff, but where all the... Where not to cut. Yeah. Basically. Right. That's a good point. Um, Now, the skill of the cuts themselves, I don't know that that fall under any kind of but class it's, it's 65 so how many people were cutting up their own animals exactly. and stuff yeah good point because the police when they first saw it didn't think it'd be odd for them to have just recently butchered a oh, hawk yeah I, so, that threw me when you said that I was like what because there was that much meat they were like they had to have a whole hog in and it had to have been covering like the torso and legs for them to think it was, it was a hog at first everything's just all stacked up yeah so gross yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was declared dead. The police stopped investigating it, but they left the case open in case something else popped up because they just, I mean, they there's nowhere they could go from here. Did they ever declare him dead then? Did they do that? <laughs> yeah, they did. I didn't. I oh, thought you said they were... Ta- no, no I couldn't remember if you said that they were... Asking to, or if they did do it. No, they did. Okay. They I knew you said it. something. I just I couldn't know. remember. My bad. <laughs> no, it's probably my bad. I knew you said about declaring. I just wasn't sure if that was them asking yeah. to do it or if they did it. They asked, and then it was done. Okay. So both. So he's dead. 
Yeah. Officially, he's dead. Yeah. No one knows what happened to him. No one knows where he went. But there were a bunch of rumors and a bunch of theories that will briefly touch on. Okay. Okay. So rumors quickly circulated that Charles fled to South America after committing the murders. He had that long-standing connection to the oil industry in Central and South America, where he had also traveled. And he had fluency in multiple languages, so... Mm -hmm. It should be easy for him just to pick up and go to a different country. Right. That's all the contacts that he had made. The contacts, no language barrier. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. So that was a rumor. Um, Years later in 1992, this is a really weird one. um, Charles, like, so this was 92. He was declared dead in 75. They stopped looking. So it was still an open case that, you know, the locals would talk about, but it wasn't like on national news anymore. Okay. Right. Right. By 92, that started to gain national attention all of a sudden in 92 with the publication of the famous conspiracy book, The Man on the Grassy Knoll, which is about JFK's assassination. Mm. Um, So that was the whole theory. Did the CIA hire someone to assassinate JFK? Mm -hmm. I've never read that book. I have neither. I want to. The premise of it is that Lee Harvey Oswald was framed for President Kennedy's 1963 assassination. The authors of the book assert that the assassination assassination was carried out by three men, Charles Harrelson, Chauncey Holt, and Charles Rogers. Why? (laughs) Like, where'd that come from? Where's that connection come from? They think that he was there. And involved in JFK's assassination. What? Like, what is the evidence? (laughs) I wasn't expecting Supposedly, according to this theory, Charles Rogers, his constant traveling across Latin America and the contacts that he made attracted the attention of the CIA. (laughs) They speculate that he was approached by one of his, or on one of his trips by the CIA and he was hired to be a contractor for them, primarily gathering intelligence. Right. He has a degree in nuclear physics and and he's a seismologist. He can fly planes. He's super duper smart. He is no sudden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well that kind of tracks. The theory says that he met Charles Harrelson, one of those three guys and Chauncey Holt, the other one, at some unspecified point during his time when he worked at Shell Oil. Okay. So they think that the CIA contracted him, got him together with these other guys, and um, several months before... So, and this is part of the book, that several months before JFK's assassination, Lee Harvey Oswald was spotted in Mexico making preparations to kill the president. The authors of the book believe that at this point... Charles Rogers was sent to Mexico at the same time by his co-conspirators to impersonate Oswald in an effort to frame him later. So I think it was Charles in Mexico pretending to be Lee Harvey Oswald. Okay. This is a lot. Pretending to prepare to kill JFK so then later after so then it would be framed on Lee Harvey Oswald. So he was like planting evidence. evidence. Mm Mm-hmm. Does he even look like oh, I don't know. I, that's a good question. I should have looked that up. I'm like trying to remember what... I feel like... I've I don't s- know. I think all white men look the same back then. 
Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they all have the same <laughs> most <laughs> haircuts. That like going through the investigators or police or whatever the the photos. The one guy like looks like a picture of my pap that I have from that time. <laughs> Gosh. Um, Lee Harvey. Ah. Long face, ear, I kind of, not really. Mm. But it's like, but I, there's, just, I mean, are you up There's close? no social media. There's right. no, like, you, someone says their name, you take that as what it is, you know? Yeah. So supposedly, according to them, Charles Rogers went to Mexico and impersonated Lee Harvey Oswald to frame him later. Um, the. Like right after the assassination happened, and like I, we really need to do an episode on the whole assassination, because um, I don't know all the small details. I mean, I'm sure I've heard them, but I don't like remember them. There's so much anymore um, too that has come up. Sorry, it's fine. Um, that right after the assassination happened near the site, three men were arrested for it. And then obviously, like later, let go. Mm-hmm. I do remember um, that. And that those three men were were those three men, including Charles Rogers. Okay. So fucking random. So fucking random. If you would have given me a quiz before this saying, will JFK's assassination come into it? (laughs) It'd be no. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I did not expect this at all. I was like, what? Yeah. This is insane. This guy's suspicious. And so... Back to, like, the murder case, people believe that his involvement in the JFK assassination with the CIA was discovered by his parents. My question is going to be, where does this tie in? Right. Why murder your parents? Mm -hmm. So they, like, found out? They think that they found out, like, read his diaries where he documented some of the things and... I don't know, threat to tell or just the fact that they discovered in general, you can't have anybody know that, so he had to kill them. Huh. Which, if he's connected to the CIA, they could at least bring someone in to help him get rid of... Right. I mean, it know, might not even the bodies. have been him. It could have just been other people from the CIA that were called in to take care of this mess because fucking Charles got himself figured out. Mm-hmm. And then they... Take care of the... Take him away. Yeah. Take care of the parents. Make it untraceable. You're coming with us. I mean, there's two different modes of death there. You have the gunshot and the bludgeoning. It would make sense to have more than one person. But don't you think, like, the CIA would just, like, shoot him and then maybe cut him up, but not, like, a bludgeon and a beat sure. up? And So, that was the only part of all of that that would make sense. Yeah. The rest of it's very personal. Like, why would they go through that? Yeah. I agree. Like, you could... I could see where that could be a thing where they bring in people to mm-hmm. help take care of it. But it just seems very messy. What's weird, though, too, if it was Charles and doing it because they found out about that, would he do all of what he did also? Meaning? That just seems... Well, he gouged out his dad's eyes if it was him, and he cut off his genitals. Right. Why would that even come into play just because they discovered... Yeah, it's very personal. Yeah. It's like a vendetta or something. And she was beat before she was shot. Yeah. I just don't feel like a random CIA agent. CIA agent. Maybe with the eyes, 
being like you saw too much or you whatever. That's more like mafia. (laughs) Yeah, and then the genitals is just kind of too far. If it's not like personal like that. Mm So, I mean, the theory for them is that, like, he's the one who did it and that the CIA didn't come in, but it's still an okay. idea out there. But they think that he just killed them because they discovered this. And there's one more theory that we're going to get into. So this one comes from another book that came out in 2003 called The Icebox Murders. And this is by Hugh and Martha Gardiner. They're a husband and wife team. And their theory that they came up with is a little bit more plausible than the whole CIA. It was on Father's Day? Yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot to say that. I think you did. I totally did. I skipped that. So that was going the on book memory. title like says um, the date with on Father's well, Day. Well, they bring that up. So yeah, June 23rd is when they were found forensics, when they were doing their investigation, determined that they were dead for a few days. That's why it smelled. On Father's Day, I totally missed that part. I'm so sorry. No, we got through <laughs> it. We got it. It came back around, thankfully. Um... So happens when I go off of memory. Hey, you're doing great. Thanks. So, but that does explain why. Because it was like, if it was like a day or so, would the meat really smell? Right. Three, yeah. Three days. Mm-hmm. Ew. And it wasn't like back Happy Father's Day. Right? Happy Father's Day. So that's, is that also, well, we'll get into, we'll probably bring it back up in this theory. So I'll just start this one. Um, so this is from their book, The Icebox Murders. Hugh, he, the one author, the husband, he's a successful forensic accountant in Houston during the time that the murders took place. So he was, you know, getting all the information at the time it happened. Mm -hmm. And I don't, not sure what Martha did, but they came up with this other theory and they wrote this book. They spent, um, like decades doing research on it before they came out with the book and their theory. When did the book come out? 2003. Okay. Sorry if you said that. You're fine. Um, so they dismissed the JFK assassination. They didn't think that that... It's a stretch. ...was related. It is a stretch. It's a real But it's plausible. Stretch. Yeah. Could be. I mean, who am I to, who am I to say anything? Right. Um, they didn't believe that Charles Rogers was innocent. They do believe that he killed his parents. Okay. They just have a different theory about why it happened. Let's hear they it. I don't think it was the CIA. So... After doing tons of, like, family interviews and, and, like, researching records, discovered that Fred and Edwina weren't exactly the nice old couple that the media portrayed them to be. Mm-hmm. Which can happen. It can happen. And that's based on, like, neighbors and family interviews. Like, not just random mm-hmm. people that don't know them. Mm-hmm. So, based on this... Um, it seems that they were a bit of like career con artists. Like even though Fred was into real estate, he was a bookie. And he also had, I think a little bit of a gambling issue going on, but he was a bookie for possible high profile people. Okay. And, um, that was his primary source of income was working like that. And, but because he gambled, they hardly ever had cash. I was going to kind of bring that up because the house is relatively small. I'm not saying because you have money, you have to have a big house, but it's just a mess. Yeah. It also came out in interviews that I heard might have just been him, but it might have been both. That Charles was basically abused 
Okay. As a child and well into adulthood. 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 Physically, verbally, emotionally, it was said that they did abuse him, unfortunately. Hmm. And a plot twist in this, the house, 1815 Driscoll Street, that they all lived in, they didn't own. Charles owned it. <gasps> the son. The son owned it. His house. It's... He did really well at the oil company. Well, yeah, I mean, he had to make, mm-hmm. make a bank. He owned if, that house. And if they had a gambling problem yeah. and stuff. Oh. So he owned that house and he owned, like, some other real estate. That's why they couldn't do anything with the estate then, right? If he wasn't, if he was just missing. Right. If it's all in his name. Mm-hmm. They're onto something. <laughs> um, he, so, like, he wasn't living with them. They were living with him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And he let them live there rent-free. Like, he didn't charge them. Was that his childhood home, though? That I'm not sure of. Okay. Because, like, I didn't know if he maybe then helped them. I don't know if they, he had to, like, buy it from them. Yeah. Or if he bought it and they all moved in there. Mm-hmm. I, it's unclear on that. Okay. Um, but he did let them live there rent-free. And even though he did that for his parents, that wasn't enough for his parents. Just to live there and not have to pay anything. They started to steal money from him. Worse, they started forging his signature on loan documents using his assets that he has as collateral for the loans. Oh, my God. So, according to Hugh and Martha, after he found out, like, he received another document that was forged, he just kind of snapped. That was the last straw. That he killed his parents because not only did they abuse him, but now they were stealing from him, ruining his credit. Mm -hmm. And who knows if he'll have... His house taken from him. Everything taken right. from him. Yeah, he could lose everything. I mean, that's, that's a fair, fair theory. Mm-hmm. They had to have started this investigation. They when the murders happened, uh, Martha and mm-hmm. uh, Hugh. Hugh. They had to have been pretty young if they did this for decades. Yeah. Wow. It's just, it does seem like a little severe, though, like, killing. But if you just, like, ha- are, are at your mm-hmm. wit's end. Yeah. And just, like, I'm saying, and they abused him. And if he cut off the genitals, what kind of abuse did his father do to him? True. Even if it's not sexual, maybe it's just, like, you know, what kind of man are you? Mm-hmm. Or things like that if he didn't have a girl. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, but then it's sad if we believe this and they were, like, actually, truly, like, good people. But right. Like, we don't know. And I mean, paper trails are so hard from, like, that time, too. Like, with, yeah, I I'm mean, sure, the housing and well, stuff. Hugh, that's why it's an interesting, and I would like to read it at some point. I just didn't get the time to do it. But Hugh, he's a forensic accountant. So, oh, like I would a forensic think, accountant. Yeah. Like, money accountant. Yeah. So, I, I, why didn't that means, I didn't really, like, look into it, but I, I just kind of assumed it meant, like... He was good at following trails like that. Like, in purchases. That makes sense. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, he's, they still think that, obviously, he killed them. He snapped, he killed them, and he disappeared, and he escaped by, um, you know, getting in contact with those oil company contacts that he had and went to Honduras. Um, and weirdly, they... 
think he ended up being murdered there. You said they weren't great people. Like, it was kind of a sketchy dealing down sketchy there, right? Sketchy contacts. Mm-hmm. Um, there was... But I don't know how this can't be confirmed. I mean, I guess, like, they must have just had read that, oh, this, this guy turned up dead and he was killed with, like, a pickaxe. Mm-hmm. Um, and possibly match the description of Charles. There's no way to actually say if it was Charles or not. What year did, did they I say didn't a year? I see what year in that. Because I could see it where they're, like, not sure. Because it really did take to, what, like, the 80s, I mean, they 90s? released this book in 2003, but I don't know when the murder happened. That's what I mean, like, yeah. 80s. And, like, I feel like before that, like, you really could kind of get away with murder and not finding mm-hmm. someone easily. Hmm. I'm stumped. Um, yeah. This is a lot for a Saturday morning. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's really all there is to it. The case remains unsolved. I hate that. <laughs> like, I actually hate it. Sometimes I don't mind it because I'm, like, so dead set on who I think. Yeah. What theory do you think? Like, what theory are you going with? I want to go with the CIA one. Me too. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> but it's just not, like, I want this it to be that one. Plausible. I think the last one's more plausible. Yeah. Because of how personal the killings were, mm-hmm. or it seems how I mean, personal they were. Maybe they all fit together. Maybe he was working for the CIA and was involved in the assassination. The parents didn't actually find out about it, but they were still forging his shit. And so he just snapped and used the help of the CIA to get out. Yeah. They, like, get me a flight or something mm-hmm. here or whatever, maybe. Well... Did they find the gun that killed his mom? I don't think so. And did he have a gun? Did I don't I, know. You probably wouldn't know that either. Because, like, who knows if the records were even there, too. Sure, everyone had guns. Yeah. And there's not a record for every gun, either, so it's silly for me to say. Yeah. So silly. I'm stumped. I know. I, I don't know. I had this on my list for a while, and... Not even knowing how the case turned out, I just had read the title of "Oh, Icebox Murders." That sounds interesting, mm-hmm. and had it on my list. And I was like, you know what? Today's the day. And then you're like, JFK. Valentine's Day, <laughs> um, almost. So yeah, uh, that's what I want to do for Valentine's Day. Murder someone, put it in an icebox. No, this episode. Oh, like <laughs> <laughs> you got real morbid there. No, I'm Why that. you're gonna stay with me this week? <laughs> I am curious what end up happening to the icebox, though. Like, if it's in a museum or It's, like, huge. I mean, do they just take to the landfill? It's not like... Yeah, I want to look at the picture again. Do they sell it? Like, does someone... Well, don't they, like, keep things in evidence for so long and then... Put a whole-ass fridge? How do boxes work again? Like, the top is your freezer because it's closer to the ice? I think the whole... It's just called an icebox. So you don't... You can't freeze, like, anything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta look that up. What's the difference between an ice box and a freezer? Because I think the ice boxes do have like ice up top. Um, but it looks like there's a drawer at the bottom, so maybe that's the freezer. I don't think this is a picture of when they're all the meat. I'm sure that because like, I don't see a head. My mom is probably yelling at me right now because she probably knows this. Let us know, Beth. Also, when he has this keyhole saw, is that a mop? 
It looks like a mop head. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's what I noticed. I, too. I'm like, I don't know. That's the picture that I was like, is that my path? <laughs> the thin ties with like the army cut. Um, I don't think. Well, like the top is the freezer. That's where the frozen. Yeah. That's where that is. But the whole thing is called. I don't think they called it a refrigerator. <laughs> I don't know. Box. I wasn't alive then. And refrigerator. I have cat hair all over my face. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> okay. they it happens at home for me. And then you can't get it, and then you yeah. put more on you, and then yeah. So an ice box, also cold, also called a cold closet. Say that. Cold like, closet. A cold closet. Called cold a cold closet. closet. Cold closet. <laughs> I like. That. Is a com- compact, non-mechanical refrigerator, which was a common early 20th century kitchen appliance before the development of safely powered refrigeration devices. Wait, so it, before the development of electric refrigerators, ice boxes were referred to by the public as refrigerators. So it just doesn't have like. How do you keep it cold? You have to constantly put ice in it. It's not hooked up to electric. But it's because I've like heard like my grandparents sometimes they'll like slip up and they're like like my grandma I think it was, um she used to be like oh in the ice box, I'm like what? Hmm. I'm still kind of confused. That didn't answer my question. That didn't that made me have more questions. I don't know. Is I mean. Maybe the only thing keeping it cold is just that frozen part of it. I think so. Like, you'd buy, like, a big block of ice or something. I don't know. Um. By the late 1930s, ice boxes were being replaced with electric refrigerators. Lower income families continued to use their ice boxes, so they probably still had it as a ice box. Um. They were filled with ice harvested from nearby... Li- no, I think that was like a lit ice house. Okay, wait. It's a, here it says known early days of refrigeration, known as ice houses, which could be different. These pits were filled with ice harvested from nearby lakes, which they... But it's Texas, so it's probably not freezing in the lake. Which they could keep frozen all summer long by using straw for insulation and stone walls to reduce heat transfer. I don't... I don't understand. I really don't. Not that this is important, but... And that could be why, like, if they're not maintaining the ice, it was really starting to smell after three days. Because, like, you know, me, like... Every time I try to look up specifically a 1965 ice box... Um, it just brings up the murder case. Well, because they started getting rid of them in the 30s. So, like, the ice box that you're looking for might be, like, a 30 right, or that's 40 true. style. Because, like, I mean, today people will keep their refrigerators for, like, 20 years. Or some. <laughs> did you see that happen? I did. <laughs> I was just looking, and then all of a sudden... Speaking of ice, I got sit a glass of ice water. Oh my gosh, this was so And funny. I go to hand it to her, and the ice just popped out like popcorn. Like popcorn? There must have been, like, because they're trays. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if there's, like, maybe, like, a little gap or, like, hole or, like... Yeah, because I know, like, when you pour your water into it, it cracks it the ice. It cracks and stuff. No, so like, the water was already it. poured. It's like, whoop. And literally. Onto the floor. Hopped right out of there. Hop, hop, hop. Yeah. 
Yeah, so if you know more information about ice boxes, please like, let yeah, us know because apparently this is stumping us as I don't much know as why the case. This is so difficult to find information on. What's this? I, I feel like there was electricity in the sixties. Yeah. So I feel like it was just an early model of a refrigerator that they were just calling an ice box. And like headlines obviously still referred to them as ice boxes because it takes a while for like that transfer of like vocabulary. Like vocabulary, right? So it could have just been a refrigerator. Yeah. Because in the in that picture, doesn't it look? I thought the freezer. Like, what was our original question? Uh, how did we get here? Why it's called icebox? Just like I think I was like, how does it work? Because yeah, but it really has just, nothing to do with these. <laughs> with my well, question. I'm just. I was getting lost on where how we ended up here. <laughs> And, and what our what our main question was just how they worked or why it was called icebox. Well, I'm just thinking like three days. I understand. Like if I go to the meat market, I get meat. We do if we're not freezing it right away, you know, we'll have to cook it within the next few days. But three days of meat, like you're not really smelling. Well, I guess I don't have two whole bodies well, in my fridge. I have right. a steak or ground and I think, beef. I think the police, like more of their concerns, there's so much meat, it's going to spoil by the time they get to it since they're not here now. So did they smell it frozen. before they got to the kitchen or they smelled it as they opened the well, fridge? Well, they had an odd odor. So like maybe odd odor is just like a shit ton of meat. Meat stinks true when cutting up that much meat yeah. like if you walk into a butcher shop like mm-hmm. it's next mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good point so i'm sure the fridge was working fine yeah like it wasn't like it, sour like right bad meat um soured meat soured meat <laughs> uh i think it's just that no one was home and there's a shit ton of meat there to get through because you have to cook all of that before it goes bad and meat goes bad fast. Yeah. Especially if it was unwrapped. Especially, like, we don't know how temperature controlled these ice boxes right. are, like, compared to nowadays. So mm-hmm. it could go quicker. Seems yeah. like a really small place to put two bodies. Like, look at the, the crisper and stuff. Like, a whole head fit in that? Yeah. I mean... Well, I guess it doesn't have. I like, can fit a whole head of lettuce in mine. I can fit two, probably. Yeah. A whole head of lettuce is like a baby head. <laughs> well, some people have small heads. I actually, I think I might be able to fit your head in mine. Yeah, I could definitely try fit your head in mine. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't show up next week, you know what happened. <laughs> Just check our fridges. Check our, our ice, boxes. ice boxes. Check our veg yeah. crispers. So I guess, Sounds like, dirty. you guys let us know what you think, what theory, like, checks out for you. I do think that... <laughs> for you? Yeah, because obviously we don't fucking know. Funny. For you. I love how I'm looking this way, but I'm not looking at the camera. Where I'm are like, you looking? I'm just, like, staring. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want it to be the CIA, like connected to like JFK and stuff but I, I just don't we'll never know the real answer about no. the JFK thing either and if if Charles Rogers never ended up dying oh, he's probably dead by now definitely yeah, dead probably, by now he would be 103 almost yeah he'd be 102 right now mm-hmm. I mean he could be alive but he's probably <laughs> dead I feel like he probably definitely got killed when he went to 
you said South America, right? Mm-hmm. Unless, or the like, CIA was just covering their tracks and they killed them. Well, yeah, like Charles knows still a did lot. the murders, but then the CIA came by and they're like, "Is it just a timing thing?" Or right, and like, well, if he was in with like information that was like top secret and then you risk killing your parents and everything hey you gotta go buddy yeah you're disappearing Mm -hmm. and no one's finding your head yeah i could see that happening especially at that time like being so connected with like oil or government Mm -hmm. um intelligence and stuff i mean i could see him maybe being connected to the government i am trying to figure out too like he was so smart that I feel like he could have done better disposing of the evidence. Me too. I mean, unless he... Did they ever find his eyeballs? His dad's eyeballs? I don't know. I don't know if that was with the... The intestines? Or, yeah. Yeah, I just feel like it's not really common that, like, you find, like, the intestine, like, it's cut up, and then the intestines are, like... Separate? Separate in, like, a sewage system. Mm-hmm. Or the sewer or whatever. So, I'm like, why didn't you dispose of the rest of it that way? They, they wanted it to be found. Like, right? You just put it all in the fridge instead of throwing it all in, like, the yeah, sewage. Yeah, did you, like, get rushed? Like, you didn't get to finish disposing, and you had to leave? Like, maybe you realized... Oh, your cousin keeps calling. Calling. He's gonna show up. Something's up, and I can't answer the phone because he doesn't even know I live here. Maybe. Which is weird because it's his house. Right. I would think he would know if he lived there. I have so many questions. Honestly, one of the top ones might be the newspapers on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Was the floor cold? Was that like insulation? I don't know. Carpet. Unless, like, they were rude. You know what I mean? Like, there was so much leading up to the murder. Like, they were... They were onto something with him. Then they're going through all this, like, newspaper stuff. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I wish that they would have included or would have known, like, where they were killed. Like, were they dragged to the bathroom and then they were shot in there? Were they shot... Was she shot in the bedroom in the... A husband was like I wish they would have found that type of evidence mm-hmm. like more than just the blood in the bathroom but it was cleaned up so well yeah I mean I also don't know how hard well they didn't have all these things right. where you had had like whatever it is blue light or whatever to like see cleaned up mm-hmm. blood one thing I do think the newspapers were already there just part of their mess because looking at some of this other it's messy. nasty like the fridge is gross it's gross the oven is gross. And it doesn't look like it was, like, from, like, fighting or, like... No, from like years of mur- not cleaning. Yeah. Because I can't even tell, like, with the counters and, like, the cupboards and stuff. Like, I think that's a design. But, like, the sink is filled with something. Like, it looks like dirty water. And, like I said, I'll probably, like, overlay all of these... Pictures while we're Sid's going over the story and then as we're talking about them now for you guys if we do successfully get video but yeah there's like not a place for anything like at the top of the ice box is you know covered with stuff too mm-hmm. it's a small house I understand that but it's so cool and then there's like this weird like tray or baking sheet on the floor like it's a mess that looks like the vegetable crisper drawer. 
Oh, but, but I don't know. Oh, it kind of does. It's not as deep as the other ones, right. though. I don't know. I, so many questions. The mop yeah. head with the saw. <laughs> the bleach on that. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have and thought that was probably out of... Compared to the rest of the house. I probably also was just like, oh, no, they just leave stuff out. That's not part of a murder cleanup. And it kind of looks like on the outside of the house, too... I mean, like, the sidewalk and stuff is kind of torn up. It kind of looks like there's, like, trash and stuff right there. I don't know. Yeah, kind of. That could be just, like, that means one piece. It's not, like, crazy. Yeah. Well, this was really interesting. Good job, Sid. Thanks. So we'll never really know what happened. What is Hugh and Martha standing in front of George Washington Grant and Grant's call? Was that just a picture? That was just a picture. I didn't know if that had something to do with this. No, nothing to do with it. It It's just, that's when I was reading through about this, that was the picture that was used on the site. So I'm like, okay. Imagine spending decades studying this case and you still don't fucking know. No. We're frustrated now. Yeah, that's true. But kind of looking at... Fred and Edwina, and I'm not trying to talk shit, but they're a little scary. I was thinking that too, and then I didn't know if that would be like. They look like something from a horror movie that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like they look familiar. He's got these bee little dark eyes. Like there's evil kind of in there. Evil. Which is terrible to say. I know she's was horrifically murdered, but if she was a terrible person. Yeah, like we don't know. Like we they, don't know. We can't be. I hope she was like no one really deserves to go like that but yeah and pictures are hard at that time too because you're supposed to just like stare with this blank face like yeah. at the camera but like he, he kind of reminds me what's that um cartoon <sighs> why can't i remember it with like courage the, courage yeah doesn't he look like the guy yeah um what's his name oh, shit. For, uh, i used to love that and it would always scare me a little bit I love when i was like a kid shows. yeah I even watched it in my adulthood. Don't worry. Um, uh, Angus? Yeah, yeah. Angus? Doesn't he kind of, like, give you that, like, yeah. vibe? He looks like like an actor from something I've seen. <laughs> like, he yeah. looks very familiar. And I feel like I've seen her in a Possession movie. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, black and white photos also don't help. Lionel? Oh. No. Why can't I, like, just get... The character... It doesn't say the character's name. Uh, yeah. So his name was... Eustace? Oh, bag, yeah. Bag or whatever. Eustace. Lionel Wilson was his voice. Okay, maybe not really. He doesn't really... Like, now that I'm seeing him... <laughs> I mean, if they did a live version, he could have been the one. She could have been Muriel. Yeah, I don't know. It's sad. Like, it is sad. It's fucked up. Just like imagine, just like your whole. Even if like they were bad people or whatever, just like never knowing. You know what I mean? Like what did happen yeah. at the end of your life? What was that last day, hour, whatever? Like. And if any of these theories are correct, 
they're sad either yeah regardless yeah i don't know we may never know well good job thanks i enjoyed this one had so much fun i did (laughs) i'm gonna be thinking about this all day good (laughs) that's my goal is to leave everyone like what the I am like, what the fuck? Good. Perfect. JFK's next. No, I'm just kidding. That's going to take some time. That's my thing, yeah. Time, time, time. I want to do these really big ones, like JFK, and I really want to do um, Princess Diana. Oh, yeah. I think you'd be really good at covering that. We also want to do the that one local one, that um, professor. Or yeah. the detective. Yeah. Um, the DA? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not detective, yeah. DA. Yeah. We have a lot on our list, but we'll get to them. We got time. We got time. We're only at episode 37. Which is, like, crazy. It's, like, I yeah. feel like we've done more, and then it's, like, but well, that is a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, almost a year. Almost a year. We're coming up at our one-year baby. We got to have a little cake or something. Not a cake. Something. I've been saying it. Maybe like, balloons and stuff. Yeah. A smash cake. Just kidding. That will not happen on this couch. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, fine. Well, we could each have a little cupcake. Mm-hmm. And then with a candle on it. Yeah. Or something. I'll hold a cupcake. Yeah. You can have it. <laughs> I don't want to eat it either. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find something else. A muffin. We'll I could do a cheese. muffin. Cheese. We'll just put a candle on some cheese. Let's break some cheese. That's what we're doing. A charcuterie board. <laughs> we're just going to have a charcuterie board. <laughs> Every year, we'll just add a candle to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's perfect, though. That... Yeah. Is exactly what we would do. I almost said that tracks for like the tenth time today. I don't know why that's my thing. That tracks. We're always really bad at ending our episodes. Yeah. I was about to go on about how blue your eyes are. <laughs> <laughs> we should just end the episode. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um don't forget to follow our social media pages. We have our Instagram at UAQ Pod. We have our Facebook at Unprofessionals Asking Questions. We never end up setting up additional social media yet. Um, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. It's not any freaking rush, okay? Leave us alone. We also have our email that you can email questions, stories, whatever you want. Except inappropriate fix. Um, and don't be mean. UAQ Pod at gmail.com. And we also have a Patreon that you can donate. Not only with my hand, but I just keep like. I don't even. I didn't even notice. Oh, <laughs> I I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have our Patreon page set up at ua nope at patreon.com slash uaq. There are different tiers to choose from. Um, if you're watching this, then you're probably part of the Patreon page. Yeah, we didn't discuss if we're we gonna didn't. do. We'll see. You'll see. But we do have ideas for the Patreon that we're probably going to start adding to. Yes. Um, I think relatively soon would mm-hmm. be good. Maybe just like a get to know us. Yeah. You, you'll learn more about like who we are and mm-hmm. you'll have like exclusive clips and maybe even like stories and stuff. Yeah. It, it possibilities can are only endless. go up from what we have. It. Yeah. <laughs> we have zero. We're not going to have at least one thing so but when we do have stuff you're gonna want you're gonna want to be on there yeah you're gonna want to you're gonna want to be a part of that for sure for sure for sure for sure <laughs> um so yeah don't forget to follow us make sure wherever you're following when you're listening that you 
follow it and <laughs> rate and review it, please. That would be amazing. That really, really helps the podcast. Thank Again, you. we're an indie podcast because we're so fucking cool. And we do everything. Oh, Julia does everything. I just show up. And it helps. Once in a while. It's the important part of this. She has her shit kind of together compared <laughs> to me. Um, she keeps me on track. I try. It's impossible sometimes. But <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Bye. Oh, do we look like our avatars? <laughs> Let us know if we look like our avatars. Bye. Bye. <laughs>